Yeah, that's when I started choking him. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. We're back <laughs> for part two of our episode of the Get Down at Ibex Studios here with Lawson Complex and Hotter. Yes, and Frantic, of Hi. course. <laughs> <laughs> so I forget where we actually left off, but we're just gonna just jump into something different. So again, you guys are about two years into this endeavor together. Yeah. Yeah. Starting a business. Yeah. Yeah. During a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, did, how did that play out? How did that? So were you guys, things were already in motion when the pandemic started? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. We were, uh, the studio's kind of finished. <coughs> we had sessions kind of booked in. Oh yeah, we had a ton of shit on the go. And then we got locked down. Uh, yeah. Basically, the short answer of how the pandemic's been treating us is that every artist's uh, album is delayed about four months. Yeah. yeah. Um, Back way up. Yeah, which, I mean, completely fair. We're, none of us caught plague, so we're good. But like, yeah, it's been definitely challenging, especially because like, how this studio fits into like opening enclosures is always kind of fun because like we kind of had to judge it based off of like if people were allowed to go to like music practice because that they didn't really say oh studios are good or not at times so it was yeah. very much having to like figure out where we fit into that and just being proactive about Easy getting your everyone. own discretion yeah and yeah. just getting people tested like fucking crazy like mm. for the longest time before like vaccines rolled out it was literally just like okay if you're showing up make sure you got a negative COVID mm. test yeah like I know, I was, I, anyways, I was getting one once a week anyway, but yeah. like, still, like, mm, shout out to my nostrils. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely that factory reset button a couple times. <laughs> oh, big time. Yeah. My nostrils feel like Charlie Sheen's right now. <laughs> From the dry air. Yeah. 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 Hotter <laughs> yeah. straight edge, so. Shout out to that. I think, I don't know, I'm yeah. just speaking for you. Yeah. You just, you're addicted to music. It's true. It's true. Building cool things. Yeah. I suppose. I suppose. Grabbing old railway lines first. <laughs> don't talk about that. <laughs> That's going to be in part three. So <laughs> yeah, hotter versus the people. <laughs> the people yeah. always win, man. Is there, sure. is there any ways... So, like, obviously, the pandemic sucks, especially for starting our own business. Yeah. Things yeah. like that. Are there any ways that kind of it was beneficial almost to have more time to plan things bit. out? Yeah. Because, you know, you sometimes, you know, we as artists or as business people, you get excited doing everything. Sometimes you miss a little detail or, you know, yeah. the contract isn't exactly the way it needs to Definitely. be. Yeah. And, you know, having those extra four months that... And you know, it's not it just is. like it's not like you're slacking on your yeah. stuff. The world has stopped. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, the world has stopped. Yeah. And you kind of have more time in the war room. Yeah. Yes. So how would how would you say that you use that period of four months to you know basically build your foundation? Well, I can speak right now at least for one project for his. It was like it was basically stacking ammo like crazy because. When you're yeah. like so mobile, it ended up being a case where like we couldn't really do too much work on the current album, but we could make sure all the beats were exactly where we wanted it to be, and also work on stuff for the one after. Mm. So like right now, your beat sheet is 
insanely long just with like stuff you have in the vault yeah and that's purely because of that and we got to refocus our album a lot as with a lot of people's honestly like there have been changes that like if we were to put some stuff out like Tiernan has a project we had to like change out a song and it was a case where really like if we had put this out before we would have found ourselves being a case where like well that's not as strong so it's got a lot of time to like refocus on the musicality of each of the projects and be like (laughs) okay cool well this is dope this is dope and this is dope we have time now on our side let's get rid of one of those and go from there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. even like uh, Lil Freeze's entire capsule collection kind of came about that because yeah. originally we were going to try and push out like a, like a four-track EP for him. Mm-hmm. And after that, we basically realized like because of how he wanted to drop stuff, um, we came up with the capsule collection idea, which his whole thing is he drops a bunch of like little EPs that are like two, three tracks long that work as like singles almost. Mm-hmm. And that's purely because of all the time he's had to like work on stuff. And also let us be really creative with genres because of that. Because mm. when you're yeah. locked inside, you're going to be a little extra creative or not at all, depending on how your brain works, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I find that these days, singles or short EPs, but dropping them consistently. Yeah. That's the way to go. 100%. Yeah. You know, um, the way, just based on the way we consume, we as the people consume music. You know, back in the day, if, if there was an artist you like, you'd be stoked if they had a 17-track album. Yeah, yeah. Now, even if most of the songs are bangers, nobody wants to hear that. No, that's it. Nobody listens to albums anymore. Like, no. I do. Uh, it's weird, but, like... It's not as common in, like, the consumer base, purely just because, no. like, before, when you're putting out physical CDs, that's your way to get it. Yeah. And nowadays, it's very much, like, because everything's so constant. And because the good thing is, we have access to so much more music than we ever had before. So because of that, though, people don't have to, like, stick to one. So people hop like crazy. Mm, yeah. So singles definitely are really powerful because of that. Mm. Like, albums are still, like, going and watching a movie. Mm. And, like, some people definitely can still pull it off, but it's definitely not the norm still. Like, yeah. Kendrick Lamar can drop a 40-song album tomorrow, and everyone will listen to it. Yeah. But, like, it's not going to be the same with every single artist. Most people can't just do the old album cycle of, well, I'm going to drop an album every three years and disappear in the meantime. Mm. No. Like, that's not viable. <clears throat> it doesn't yeah. work that way. But, you know, again, it's funny. So Kanye West just dropped Donda. Yes. It's like, what, 20? Well, it's constantly like, evolving. Yeah. Which is, it's it's still not I'm, done. I'm going to get to that. That's not, That wasn't my point. But it's like 20, jeez, I can't remember. Like 23 songs? Yeah. 20, yeah. It's something like that. I know it, right it's now its like current that. track is like an hour and 40, hour 50 long. Like, it's a very long project. But it's funny because Kanye West was actually one of the people pushing and saying, like, we need shorter albums the way people consume music. Yeah, Yeah. it changes his mind a lot, though. Yes, that's true. (laughs) But, you know, Kanye is one of the biggest artists in the world, but I think even people felt that album was too long. long. I mean, you know, you always have people that will have their different opinions. Everybody got one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like the whole seven seven track album thing he was doing though. I yeah, like, like there was the Push and really T tell album, a whole story. the Daytona yeah. album. Yes, yeah, that was really good. The Kid Cudi one was really yeah, good. Yeah, Kid Ghost is phenomenal. Yeah, Same with yeah. Ye. Ye's underrated yeah. as fuck. I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like the album he did with Nas though. Like the first uh, King's Disease, yeah. Yeah. and I really liked the second one, which was I think executively produced by Hit Boy. Shout out to Hit Boy. And Nas, that album was great. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Um, yeah, you know, I heard uh, Ghostface is also doing a full album with Kanye. Oh my god, sounds crazy. Ghostface yeah, is one of my favorite rappers, man. He's so, yeah. so cool. 
Hey. Iron Man's a great album. If you've never heard Iron Man, listen to Iron Man by Ghostface. Tony Go- Stark. Tony Stark. Pretty Tony Jr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I fuck with our DJ. He's cool. How long have you been making music? You did your first show. Fuck. An hour now, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. My first song I ever finished was Leave You, which dropped just two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, going like through high school and shit, uh, it was mostly just like, fuck, write a verse, spit it battle with like my friends and shit and you record like everything now and then on your fucking iphone but like man i didn't have money to record and like we were saying earlier like it does take money right mm-hmm. and so like as soon as i had time and like a dwindling supply of money i was like well we might as well sink it all into music so yeah that's what we did i linked up we we're all at uh fucking freeze's place in his basement <laughs> and recorded leave you which came together so fucking quick. <laughs> yeah. It was like, we had recorded like the verse before for like Frieza's song. And I was just over at Frieza's just for like a different session. I was just there working on his stuff. And like you show up and I already had some beats made for you because we had talked about maybe doing something together. Yeah. And just, it all came together so fucking quick. It was like, I, that's one thing that really impressed me was like, you write pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Like, and that was, especially for someone that just recorded their first song, that's not expected. No. Like, if you're writing something that quick, usually, and if you've just started, it's probably not good. But thankfully, it was fucking great. It was all right. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it just came together very fucking well. Like, the beat was made pretty quick. We made adjustments. Everything was quick. Like, yeah. And that's kind of been the vibe, really. Like, the big thing I've kind of have is my mentality of, like, anytime I'm writing with someone or recording is, I think Frantic and you can both attest to how fucking quick I can make a beat. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. yes. It's, Absolutely. It's disgusting. It's ungodly. Yeah. He's, he's just fun. like, he's just, he's just plugged in, and then 20 minutes later, just the head pops up, and you're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, the big thing I've dedicated myself to is, like, a quick-as-fuck workflow, because when you're in a studio with someone, you don't have a fucking hour and have someone make a beat for you. Yeah. At that point, your creativity's a lot of time is gone. A lot of artists have are so ADHD with it, they really need to be quick. Yeah. So, like, that's one of those things where, like, the entire workflow of, like, our projects have always been, like, Let's go fucking quick. And the yeah. fact that you can, like, your pen game's quick enough we can keep up a lot of times yeah. just helps a ton. So how, how did you get to the process of, like, teaching yourself to make a beat that fast? Like, so, do you have any tips? Or yeah, anything? absolutely. The big thing I can say is, like, honestly, it's finding a workflow that works for you very quick. For me, it's templates. My logic template is disgusting. It's literally a bunch of my sample libraries already open. So, like, all my pianos, all that stuff, they're preloaded. I open that up. If you're making a beat and you want to make sure like you can go quick, there's a lot of times people have the same steps over and over the beginning of their session. You can make a template and cut that shit out right away. So all of a sudden, yeah. all your stuff is loaded and it's ready. Yeah. And then just keep on thinking like, okay, what steps do I constantly do? And have a very well-organized sample library of like, if you're like on Splice or Loop Cloud or something, mm-hmm. just have something set so you can go oh, in and quickly buddy. flip it. Buddy, that's so important because I'll tell you, my fucking... <sighs> Somebody didn't mute their phone. Um, yeah no my sample library is so fucking mess jesus christ um my it's so messy yeah and that's it's like yeah tempos and fucking keys everything's mixed up like g major g major fuck and then i'll just end up trying to sort it out 
So keep your shit organized. And also, don't name your beats weird things that you're gonna forget. <laughs> oh, I'm bad for that. I am the worst for that. Literally every producer is. Yeah. yeah. It is. And especially because, like, I once had a naming file where I was like, I'm just gonna name it the date where I made it. And then a year passed, and then you're fucked. Yeah. So basically, like, yeah, it's just keeping good organization for your samples and just going quick with that. Yeah. And making sure, like, that you are still putting in that time each day, because that's the thing. Writing and beat making, that's a muscle. Mm -hmm. You have to keep on doing it. If you're not making something every day, you can't be expecting yourself to get faster and better. Because mm. the idea of like, if you're making these templates, you want to make sure you're going quick, but not cutting corners. Because yeah. the amount of times people just will put like the shittiest hi-hat roll and just all that stuff, and you can just tell that this is something that they just shout out, grab something from Splice, and are like, cool, I'm a producer, I did it, good job, that's, guys. That's literally me. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely me. It's like zoo noises. <laughs> like, yeah, this is fucking fire. Just hammered. <laughs> hammered. Just like, yeah, I'm a producer. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah, no. I should I stick to rapping mostly. Move, <laughs> move, 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 bitch, get away. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, and you know, it's great. I think one of the great things about just being an artist, being a person in general, you know, is sharing the things you enjoy and learning yeah. with other people, right? So you know, like Frantic and I have very different skill sets. Mm -hmm. We make very different music. Yeah. We write in different ways. But you know, when we write together, we often find we're learning something. Yeah. Or yeah. we're exposing each other to uh, you know, something that we wouldn't have like, you know, he'll show me something that I wouldn't have went out and looked for on yeah. my own. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh that's pretty cool. No, definitely. It's uh it's super important. Yeah. It's fun to like figure out what people's like strengths and weaknesses out in like a room it kind of just happens you don't even it's like unspoken and then everyone kind of puts something together and it's like being in that room mm. at that time just like feels really fucking good. oh it's amazing yeah, that's why I like yeah. Doing it, yeah when it when things are going just really smooth like there's so nothing good. feels better yeah that's yeah. why with things opening up now which would be cool like with this space too is like yeah. to do like writing residencies and like recording residencies oh absolutely. Dude, like, like, absolutely yeah i'd love nothing more and this is a shout out to everybody watching the show too fuck hit me up hotter music on all platforms if you need a place to record come through i do a day rate cheaper than any fucking studio in the city 50 bucks it's yours for the whole day my whole drive for this space is just to make a space for people to fucking come to and be creative right that way i have the network to fucking all right frantic you need somebody i got somebody that fucking is kind of unheard of but is matches your vibe yeah. brings some energy and it's like now i can make that connection you guys can work and there's always going to be somebody here like i don't fucking care doors unlock most of the time like everything else i own and fucking, if I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, come down here and fucking Blossom Complex is banging away on the fucking MIDI keyboard, like best kind. Let's the address go. is. <laughs> <laughs> the address is. Yeah, my front door is also unlocked, and all the squeaky floorboards are on the left side of the hall. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, it's the same thing here, like Blossom.complex on Instagram. Like, Frantic can attest to this. Even if I'm not up in the studio, I will backpack to random spots and oh, yeah. produce music. And I've have enough time doing that where like different cloth is recorded like with a door with a blanket over it and it sounds dope. Yeah. yeah. Like a traveling bird. Yeah, 100%. But, but that's, that's the yeah. vibe. That yeah. is the vibe. Like he'll just show up with a cloak yeah. and a backpack full of shit. like, I'm weary, may I rest my bones? <laughs> <laughs> and just start fucking banging yeah, out beats. Just a mic and drunk people. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, do you always make your beats in the studio like with 
the person that the beat is gonna be for? It depends. I like to. That is my preferred way. Like, because always like I like to catch the vibe of someone and also mm. have that conversation. Like, cool. What are you after? Is this what you're liking? And then we can switch it up very quickly. Mm. Uh, I also send beat packs to people. I don't really mind that. At the end of the day, I love the working with artists in person, mm -hmm. and I am very confident that I can always make beats very quickly for them. And that way, it's always something specifically that you're after, like. Prime example, how many beat switches are you having on your next beat project? Switch ups, I love switch ups. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> no, but then, no, no, I'm not like, joking. You run, you, run, you run on the one side of the beat and then you decide when the switch up's gonna happen. It's not like uh, you gotta write to the switch up. It's not like, never mind. <laughs> 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 I yeah. forget this shit's recorded. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, it's like <laughs> I sometimes like you know I'll be listening to a beat, uh, and I fucking love the beat, and then it's like forty five seconds in, and then it becomes a whole other beat. I can't write to this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, and that's the important thing about being with the artist in the room because yeah. like if I'm just pitching something and I take it in a direction someone doesn't like. All of a sudden, that, to them, that entire beat's gone. Yeah. But like, if I'm in the room with you, if I start going that direction you don't like, and you're like, nah, I don't like this, we can steer that right back, and then you have exactly yeah. what you're after. Yeah. It's taking that guessing out of that process, because there's always going to be like your personal preferences that you have that you can say very easily in the room and tell someone with feels and all that, mm. but like you can't really articulate it sometimes. Mm. And like catching that vibe in the room and having that conversation with someone, that makes it so easy, because mm. the amount of times... like. A prime example, um, one of the songs off Laid Off LP, I was working on the, the side half of the beat. It was uh, it, like uh, New York. Yeah. That one, I started going like an almost like a drum and bass direction on one thing. And it was this moment where I could tell you weren't feeling it. And I was yeah. like, you're allowed to say no. Yeah. And then we brought that back to where it needed to be. And it's all the better for it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think is so fucking important with like beat creation too, is remove your fucking ego. Mm -hmm. Like every producer, like it's good to have your style. But remove that ego. Mm -hmm. You are here to serve an artist's purpose of getting something really dope out. So removing that part of like, ah, oh, nah, it has to be this way. Mm. Nah, you're here to work with someone. Yeah. Like yeah. producers, we're in the service industry. That's 100% what it is. Mm. So it's a case where like, make sure like you're always open with artists and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's so important in music. Like prime example, like the one pet peeve, and I will just give this advice to every single producer. Stop gatekeeping like, your effect chains. Like, the amount of producers I see, they're like, nah, my 808, it's my secret sauce. Spoiler, if your 808 is the only thing making your beats good, your beats aren't good. <laughs> like, like, it's, like, open knowledge is the way that everyone in a community grows, and that yeah. is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I can attest to this. Any producer that's ever after, like, a sound that I'm making, I will send you a logic file. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have a community grow around it and have everyone have good production Rather yeah. than me being like, ah, oh, nah, I make the best 808s and kicks. It's like, nah, shit's simple. You should be able to make that yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. important in making like communities grow. Yeah, big time. Totally. Yeah, no, I am working together. And you know, this is something that I feel a lot of people, especially around here, don't seem to understand for some reason, is that really we can work, we can all get further ahead if we work together. Yeah, 100%. Right? No, Instead man. of everybody, you know, having this crab in a bucket, my shoes. Yeah. Into. Especially having a bucket mentality, you know yeah. what I mean? Everybody yeah. just scared. Especially in Nova Scotia, where like such as like it's like there's not a lot of people here already. So like no doubt. we might as well like yeah, one person well one person gets visibility, <clears throat> then people come. Yeah, people 100%. come looking yeah. here, you know. Yeah, big time. Yeah. It's 
I leaned out of the frame. I do that sometimes. <laughs> like notoriously. Um, the process of creating alone versus creating with somebody, totally different vibe. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, both great in their own ways. Because, like, you know, um, I find my solo music is totally always different. Like, then when, when we were the underdogs, like, even even the way I was writing, the way I was thinking about creating was totally different yeah. than working on my solo material. Because I guess you have to complement each other. Yeah. Rather oh, yeah. than just saying, like, okay, this is my baby. And there was a you competitive I mean? element to it, too, where yeah. we were trying to yeah. outdo each other. Whereas, like, when I'm by myself, like, I just, like talk about yeah i tell stories you know yeah. yeah yeah well yeah and you know i think sometimes we so like the competitive thing is a good thing it can be a good thing or a bad thing yeah, yeah. yeah. right so it's good because you all want to be sharp everybody wants to be their best so everybody's like hustling like yeah. competition breeds excellence as they say but also like when you're making a song together you have to be making the same song. Yeah. Even if your yeah. parts sound different, like you have to be on the same page so that it doesn't sound like three songs over yeah. one beat. 100%. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes we'd get so competitive we'd <laughs> we wouldn't care about the track. We would just care about beating each other. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like that. No, fuck that. Like on the last track, you you frantic out spit me. Like, like yeah. on the other, uh, one on one track, we all recorded our shit, and then we hear the final version, and frantic has a second verse at the end. What the fuck? What do you mean? I was like, I was like, yeah. yeah. I took I was time like, to write it. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah. My verse was the hottest on this one. I heard the final version. Oh like, yeah, my verse is the hottest. My verse is the hottest. Frantic has a second verse. Like, what the fuck, you? Yeah. <laughs> Made the song better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Yeah. yeah. That was just a little spice at the end. That's what we needed. Did about time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, wow. We have fun. Yeah. We're friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, like you're saying, man, like you do have to be on the same page. Like, when somebody asks me, like, man, like, will you feature on this? Like, man, I've turned down a lot of features because I'm like, this isn't my style. Mm -hmm. and I can't, I'm not going to contribute to the song. I'm mm. a fucking anchor at this point. It's just like, I'm, I'm dragging you by. So it's like, if I can't contribute to a song and work with you mm -hmm. on it, right? Because I want to match your same energy and bring something to the table mm -hmm. and work with you on, like, it's your song. Mm -hmm. If you're asking me to be on your song, I don't want to be the fucking piece of shit that's like, yeah, but that's hotter, don't mind him. Um, like, I want to work with you on that. So, like, it, like you're saying, you do have to fucking work back and forth with each other. The competitive edge is definitely fucking there. But, like, if me and Frannick are doing a song and Frannick's doing, like, rapping about food, for example. That sounds about right. <laughs> I'm not going to come on and be like, man, fuck, I'm strapped with the gat and I'm blowing you back like fucking, no, like, what the... We were Rambo, Big Mac sauce sandwiches. eight minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, sandwiches. Honestly, yeah. Something about killing do make me hungry though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back in the gut in the back of the act. Yeah. Drive through Big Mac. <laughs> Drive by. Hit that. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Strap with the guy eating Big Macs. Drop the Big Mac and I'm eating some ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an ass eater, but I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> He doesn't Take your people. Point. Yeah, I'm really about the crowd. Anyway. I'm <laughs> Multiple choice. D. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> uh, 
fuck, where were we at? Oh yeah, meeting people halfway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not intentional. Um, yeah. Also, here's another thing is when you're making music or when you're in the industry sometimes, people want to do a feature with somebody because they're more recognized. Yeah. Not taking the time to actually make sure that the song is the song that that person should be on. Yeah. yeah. Right? So say I'm blowing up. Wishful thinking. Manifestation. <laughs> <laughs> say I'm blowing up, right? And you're like, yeah, I know Paula. We were on his podcast. He's fucking blowing up. Let's get him on a track. Yeah. But it's like a track that... It's like, you don't even listen to my music. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, why would you get me on that? Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just get people, like, try and work with people for the clout they might have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, obviously, you want to access other people's fan bases, but you want to make sure that you do it properly. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you can do more harm than good. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. It's just going to make sense, man, right? Yeah. Like, fucking... Zellers ain't here sponsoring fucking rap battles because that shit don't make sense. No, you didn't say fucking Zellers. Yeah. Boycott Zellers. Boycott Zellers. Boycott Zellers. Boycott Zellers. There's one left in Ottawa. There's one left? There's what? Yeah. No, the last one closed. No, it's in Ottawa. Shortly after we boycotted it, did it not? You guys are nah. doing a great job boycotting <laughs> yeah, them Zellers. Yeah. It must have been hard. <laughs> we boycott boycotted Zellers. all the Zellers. If you are in the States or not in Canada, yeah. Zellers is like a broke Walmart. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's <laughs> it's like, like budget Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> and if you're in Orlando listening to this, I know that's hard to imagine. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Picture, it's basically purgatory. Everything's gray. Yeah. There is a nice little diner inside yeah. there. Putin's really good. Yeah. yeah. And you can eat if you get hungry shoplifting from Zellers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to Zellers. I'm sorry, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I can't believe I Shout out to that automatic Ferris wheel ride outside of every Zellers. Oh, absolutely. Or the crane game. Yes. So you'd only understand if you're from here. It's like Lupin Nui. <laughs> 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 Shout out to If you know, you know. know. Yeah. You know, that's the great thing about life is like how uh, something can just mean something to somebody. Like, Somebody else, like, you know, you're bringing up Zellers. There's a whole story oh, yeah. about Zellers that I can't really say on camera. <laughs> 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 but we really did put them out of business. But, <laughs> um, but yeah. Zellers. Shout out to Zellers. Shout out to Zellers. You know, on yeah. that note, I think we concluded episode two. What do you think, <laughs> Sheldon? Has it been 30 minutes yet? You didn't shut the camera off preemptively yet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode two of the Get Down with Ibex Music Group with Hotter and Bot. Oh, not Bot. Not Bosom Complex. Bosom <laughs> Complex. That complex My bosom. <laughs> My Get that checked. <laughs> Let's simplify things. Yeah. <laughs> My D&D side project going on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was great talking with you guys again. We're literally, we're not going anywhere. We're just going to shut the camera off and then turn it back on and say it's episode three. So thank you for tuning in. Come back for episode three. Or don't, or do. <laughs> <laughs>